Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, and welcome to Take Your Bow, a new bite-sized podcast from the Curtain Call Stable that shines a spotlight on all the people that make theater happen. In today's climate of increasing isolation, we want to bring you a daily dose of inspiration. Each episode, we're giving someone in the theater a chance to take a bow, from the seasoned professional to the drama student, from the vocal coach to the life coach. You'll find them right here giving insights into what drives them to be in the business and who inspires them. On today's episode is London actress Rebecca Humphreys. Rebecca has been on our screens in The Crown and The Agency, to name but two, and she's always popping up on a London stage somewhere. But that's enough for me. Let's hear from Rebecca. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Oh, okay, let's just, full disclosure, we haven't met before. Um, we've known each other for a while. We kind of run in circles, but, you know, we don't hang out. Is it where we kind of hang out when we see each other? We kind of sit there and catch up over a coffee. We do something. It's, it's crazy. So always nice to see you. I know. I know. And thank you for reaching out. I've got, I've got some questions. Rebecca, tell me who you are and what you do. I'm Rebecca Humphreys and I'm an actress and I guess occasional writer. Excellent. Um, and I would like to take you right way back here. When did you know that you wanted to work in this business? What was it that did it to you? The, the theatrical business or the acting business? Oh, that's a very good question. I guess that for me, it was, um, I always liked pretending. I always liked stories from ever since I was a kid. You know, I'd snatch books out of my parents' hands and, and read it to them. Mm. So I always knew that I wanted to be a performer. I think for a really long time, it was something that I wanted to do. Um, you know, I, I, I love showbiz yeah. and I always have. And, you know, sequencing glitter and MGM musicals and that was what I really wanted to do I wanted to be Calamity Jane and then I guess I got to uh school it was in school it was in my um probably my GCSE year that I understood the the value really of working in a team and collaborating and kind of got to understand where doing like local youth groups where my place might be in a rehearsal room and from that point onwards it became more about the rehearsal than the performance and now in my career, it always is about the rehearsal and about the team and the unit. And so I just, I, I sort of naturally segued into wanting to work in theatre for that reason. Excellent. And then so the second, the second part of that question, which you brought up, thank you, was the acting bit. What was it about the acting uh, that made you want to be an actor? 
<clears throat> oh, I mean, I mean, I could go really deep in this, and so I will. Uh, I think it had to do. <laughs> why not? I've got nothing else to do. I've got time on my hands. Um, I am. Um, I think it was about being heard. Actually, I think that there was something. I mean, I'm. I know I'm not alone in this. There was a really read in my life that actually probably started from when I was a teenager. Where when I was on stage, um, lots of actors talk about that experience of feeling really at home mm. on a stage and and feeling really um, feeling really connected with yourself. And I think that it was because I. I, I felt most heard and most visible in that space and most, yeah, and as such most at home with myself and, and my voice. And, um, and that was just, so I guess the, the answer is when I discovered it was a form of expression that I wasn't really able to connect with in my everyday life. I have since, I should say, managed to um, sort of smooth over the layers and bridge the gap between them so slightly I found that you know when I was in my early 20s and I wasn't getting much acting work after yeah. drama school um it became really clear that having my voice when I was on stage was not something that I was going to be able to rely on um in in my life and and so it meant that I was going into auditions wanting the job so much yeah. because it felt like I was whole <clears throat> you know so that has become a process of <laughs> kind of um it being something I do as my job yeah. and I'm very lucky to do what I love rather than it is who I am, you know? That's a, a fantastic, what a fantastic way of looking at it. Um, was there anyone um, who inspired you back then? And the second part of that question is, you know, who inspires you now? I think when I was quite young, you know, I remember going to my RAD audition and then being like, oh, who inspires you when you go, well, you know, Judy Dench. <laughs> <laughs> she does inspire me, of course, because she's absolutely wonderful. But I think that, um, when you're a young actor, you're, it's very easy to be inspired by people who you think are good at acting. Mm. And then when you're in the industry for a while, you realise, wow, so much of being visible in that way has to do with luck and your position in life and in society, like enabling you to be able to be seen in that way. And so now my inspiration has come from people who create and the people who create their opportunities like not just as, as actors as well, you know, and I'm really lucky because so many of them are my peers, but people like, people like Polly Bennett, who yep. has carved, carved out essentially an entire, entire wing of the industry as a movement director and is making those people more visible so that she can work in a way that she wants to, like, I really look up to and inspired by Lynette Linton, who's 30 and has such confidence in her voice and her, her ability that she's running a building Kirsty Housley, who is so often neglected in terms of what she contributes to a process. She's a director and creator, and she does it because she loves theatre and is so talented. And she's working with Riz Ahmed at the moment, who is someone else who's like, wow, yeah. a film, a film star who steals his own work. Yeah. Like that's inspiring. It's, it me. sounds to me, um, and I'm, I'm not meaning to. I don't want to to lead lead you in your comments, but it sounds like no, the don't. people who are making their own um, way and and like you say, carving out niches, but but creating work. This is you know, cr creatives inspire me. One hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Creatives and I, like and as well, people who are people who are contributing to the creative conversation as well. The, the the one person who I would say who has really stuck with me as someone who was visible and whose work I always admired to now is, is Emma Thompson, because, you know, I loved her when I was a kid because of the work that she was in and how brilliant she was and is. But also now, the more I find out about her, she's like this 
flower that the more the older you get and the more you find out about what she has to say and the way that she works she's actually like unfurls you know she is an incredible yeah sage woman <laughs> you know so you just talked about being um you just talked about being multi-skilled because you're acting and, and now writing how important do you think that is in today's society where, where people are multi-hyphenates and then how do you juggle that with with what you do there are so many actors okay there are are so very very many actors <laughs> in the industry I mean I'm sure that won't come as a shock to anyone I guess that there are also so many talented actors that don't get work and I just got to a stage in my career where I was seeing not only you know well you've got to have faith in your own ability right not only myself but but also um friends who it just seemed like a bitter injustice that they were not getting the work that they deserved and also had such things to say and ways in which to contribute and for me it was just like a pragmatism I was like well in which case I guess we're going to do it ourselves and that's kind of what led from A to B um it really was that simple it wasn't like I ever wanted to be like you know wanted a soapbox and to go I have things to say or things I want to talk about it was just like well I've got a team and I kind of got people that I know so I just had to bridge that gap and 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 then I started doing that and and I just sort of haven't stopped I think it's important because as well you know we have so little control over whether we get an audition in the first place let alone whether we get a job so any opportunity to seize control artistically I just think it's it's one of the most empowering things you can do as an artist really um what do your family and friends think of your job Oh, I mean, <laughs> I, uh, yeah. <laughs> short answer you'd have to ask them, but long answer is that, um, is that my family have always been really supportive of me. I mean, I grew up in a working class family in, in Norwich, um, none of, none of whom are in the industry at all. Um, and I guess, I mean, there's obviously the odd misconception in terms of like, Rebecca's been on telly, ergo, she must be a millionaire. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, there's a bit of that, or like, you're on telly, you're doing all right. There's obviously stuff like, um, you know, if you're at a wedding back in Norwich and you're sitting down for a second, everyone's like, come on, come up and dance. You should, you, you love all this. Yeah. You can do a Welsh accent. Yeah, that, yeah, right. And just that kind of, that kind of misconception that, introverts like, or like because we're extroverted in one sense that that's sort of our place within all of this um so there's that kind of thing to juggle but they've always been incredibly supportive and actually it's really nice to to have a, a whole wing of my life that isn't to do with theater it's, it's yeah. um grounding and there's also another part of that which is that like you can't really sometimes uh you can't get loud in a conversation without this sort of sense of like always about you isn't it you know always yeah exactly about... a bit of that and it's like so there's that kind of like there's a slight um slight line to tread between kind of like am I a lot like I, I don't know it's, it's 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 always a bit of a, a bit of a juggle but um but yeah I mean yeah. as I say it's, it's it's very refreshing because otherwise here we are you know just you know all singing yeah. all dancing all the time yeah <laughs> speaking of singing and dancing all the time oh. how are you going to fill your days Let's, you know, we're, we're all we're sitting here because we have time. How are you going to fill your time? I am currently, I'm currently writing a show, actually, uh, which doesn't look like it's going to go ahead this year. Yeah. I mean, I'm, 
it's going to be a familiar situation for a lot of creatives. Yep. But I'm choosing to reframe that as the opportunity to realize, get, have it realized at some point in a much fuller way. Um, it's going to be able to go into development now, which I think is no bad thing, even though I'm somebody who tends to work because I, I work towards quite short deadlines usually in terms of Edinburgh, which is something I dearly hope goes ahead um, this year because there's nothing like it in terms of being able to comment immediately on social issues and stuff that we're interested in talking about and like representing the conversations that are being had now in the moment on stage you know normally theatres get programmed 18 months in advance yeah so it's just such an important time for theatre but I suppose because I've never really worked in that way before in in the long term um I'm looking forward to, to finding that out and it means I can read a few more books about about playwriting probably make it much juicier and fleshier than I would have done otherwise and and also like you know, I'm going to be Skyping my friends in a different yeah. way, having breakfast yeah. and doing some yoga. We've set up a home cinema. Hey, we watched Judy last night. It was fabulous. We, nice. Yeah. I've got, I've got my yoga mat and some candles around it. You know, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to do okay. I think I might do an, I might do an online course in something or other. That might be quite a nice thing. Essentially all the things that otherwise I would not have time for. Love it. <laughs> what cast album would you self-isolate what would be one that you just had to have <laughs> a cast album <laughs> okay well what springs to mind oh two springs to mind one is the i think it's 96 or 98 jesus christ superstar uh, balsamo they yeah oh. and and zuban vala oh okay. yes Correct. Yeah, language, am I? Are you talking about that, that? That's an insane recording. The, it's, it is an insane recording. It's unbelievable. It was. It's actually. Um, I'm very good friends with a director named Ned Bennett, and he and I uh, both. It was both quite seminal in our creative lives. Actually, go. my cat's just in the background. I, I love it. Cats are always good. <laughs> He's a good guy. Uh, um, and then the other is uh, probably Little Shop of Horrors. Okay, movie amazing. soundtrack Again, so good yes and you know what those are both they're both uplifting in their own way <laughs> yeah yeah i mean <laughs> the, the second one arguably more so, more, more so. um <laughs> but, okay all right so listen, what you're into um look rebecca thank you so much it's been fantastic now i'm just gonna end with a few quick fire questions which is kind of this or that you know and uh, i'm gonna put you on the spot and you have a cat on your lap which is always good uh-oh so yeah it's sure. relaxing me otherwise i'd be quite stressed about it no it's very simple so you ready <laughs> should we do this i'm so ready yeah yeah let's do it <laughs> okay ready uh movies or theaters theaters dickens or shakespeare shakespeare stephen sondheim or lin-manuel miranda Lin-Manuel Miranda. Twitter or Instagram? Instagram. Broadway or West End? West End. <laughs> Clotted cream or jam first? God, I'm vegan. <laughs> <laughs> Neither. Okay, dogs or cats? What a silly one. Hello. Oh, no. Wicked or Les Mis? Mis. Netflix man. or Amazon Prime? Amazon Prime, succession. Perfect. Listen, Rebecca, that was so good. Yeah. That was so Aww. good. Um, lots of love. Bye, baby. We'll speak nice soon. Nice to speak to you. All speak right, soon. Bye-bye.
Rebecca Humphreys, actress and writer. Now we all need a little bit of inspiration and happiness these days and hopefully today's chat gave you just that. Thank you to everyone who responded to our call out so far to be on this podcast. And if you'd like to take your bow, get in touch with us on any of our social media platforms at Curtain Call or email me at john at curtaincallonline.com. We look forward to seeing you here on the next episode of Take Your Bow. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.